This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Two men collide. Rival nations. It's a primitive clash. Venting years of frustration. Guess what I'm trying to say is that if they can change, then you can change, and we can all change. It's time for Flats and Shanks. Is it ready? Born ready, boy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of our, well, weekly, didn't do one last week, but generally weekly podcast. I'm David Flatman. I'm Thomas Shanklin. Tomas. Tomas. All right, Tom. Yeah. All right, David. How are you? Yeah, fine. Um, well, sorry to everyone who was um, expecting a pod last week. Um, we didn't do one, but we didn't do one because... You were on holiday. Shanks on holiday. I thought you were. No. You were down in Devon or Tommy, Cornwall. Devon. And I was... I didn't go down there for the whole week, and I was ready and willing to do the podcast at the early part of the week, and you were in... You don't even know, do you? Mallorca. That's how... All right. Uh, Mallorca. Mallorca. They're different places, right? That's how ignorant you are, I was going to say. But that's, how that's how ignorant you are. Um, you're in Devon, right? Yeah. Were, did you eat ambrosia? Devon custard when you were there? No. Do you have any scones? No. How do you, how do you eat a scone anyway, apart from using your mouth? I mean, how would you... But would you put cream on first? Clotted cream and then jam. Yeah. See, I'm the same because I substitute the butter for clotted cream. Yeah. So you put the cream on first, then you put the jam on, then it goes in your mouth in two bites. Yeah. But people put jam on first, which to me that's just weird. Yeah, you don't you don't put jam on your toast first and then although, get this, my mate Bubs always, until he met me, always would put marmite on his toast first and then butter over the top. Shut up. <laughs> Weird. Shut the hell up. Strange bloke. But he stopped doing that now. Shut the hell up. Yeah. He's learned. He's grown up. He's evolved. But it's like my um, gran used to put milk in the teacup before the tea. But then I now realise, I did it for years and it's really annoying. And it didn't didn't used to make great tea. But I then realised that she was putting, what she used to do was put a bit Laxatives. of milk. Yes. <laughs> Nerve agent. She used to put... Um, tea and milk in all the cups but she would be making a pot of tea separately and just pour that into the cup so i never thought it was the pot i just used individual tea bags per cup you know yeah i know I, well yeah uh, god rest ethel's soul yeah That's ruth her name was ruth that was it ruth died when she was 95 my grand i was just after my granddad died which was off on the way he was 100 good innings yeah i mean it bodes well for me that's what i'm saying <laughs> well now now you've lost weight that's what i'm yeah. at 40 you'd be all right a couple of years I looked like a vicar on the telly at the weekend, didn't I? Amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> Sonia McLaughlin said, pull your t-shirt down, you look like a vicar. I write Nors on Twitter, um, pest me all the time. Van Gogh, 
Yeah, seen it. Yeah, seen no, any tweets? Yeah, quite aggressive, a bit too aggressive for my liking, and that's why often I don't reply. But he sent it to me. He's a big pod listener. Um, he likes to tell all his mates that he knows us, and you know we oh, tweet right. him and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But he sent me that photo. Okay, it's a good one actually. So what actually are you wearing? You wearing a white t-shirt? Uh, well, basically, I was away for a few days doing different things, and I had a just a shirt and a jacket and whatever to wear and I, when I opened the back door of my car the shirt had been trapped in the door and it had big black mark on it <laughs> so I was like ah, shit. so sugar me timbers so I just had I literally had a t-shirt jumper and a jacket and just whacked it on because it was kind of all I had yeah just put something together threw it together I threw it together <laughs> off the out of the footwells of my car I was going to tweet Dawn French is looking well <laughs> did <Dimly>, me <yeah. laughs> you got it well done yeah very good but I, I did get, I got um, papped by our cameraman, Herdy, who, um, when when Durda's arrived, I was just getting changed at the back of my car outside. Oh, the, I the saw door. a photo of that. You said hello like, to him oh, with the trousers down. Your underpants. I said, come here. And I sort of pushed myself into him. It was nice. Yeah. It was a nice embrace, a loving embrace. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you can't win them all, can you? So you were at the live game at the weekend, were you? Yeah, I was at two games at the weekend. The live game, I was at, um, I was at, yeah, Leicester Saints. Yeah, great game. We'll talk about that later. Talk about that later. Um, Love that game, mind. Yeah, it's a hell of a game, that. Huge win for Northampton. Didn't expect that. No. Um, but earlier in the week, Tommy, I was down at um, Deer Park Hotel in Devon. Um, so I was in Devon on last Sunday, two Sundays ago. Is that when your... The Chiefs game. Is that when your little girl took a photo of you asleep? Or was that set yes. up? Was that set up? No, it wasn't a set An up. An Insta set up. I don't do Insta setups. I don't have an Instagram family. How does she know you pin on your phone? It's her phone. All right. She's she got phone? the pictures. Yeah. She's eight. She's got an iPhone. Right. Yeah, it's not really a phone. It, it's not rigged up to be a phone, but she can take photos, listen to music. Gotcha. And then we've put, I'm on there and her mummy's contacts on there so she can text us. Okay. So she can send us stuff, but she can't say what I thought it was like an Insta setup like Geth and Jones would do, you know. Just hang, put the phone there and get in a position. Yeah. Take one on timer and then upload it. Yeah, no, it wasn't one of no, those. Okay. I was having a kip. Um, quite a long kip, like an hour and a half. It's quite nice, isn't it? 90 minutes, well done. 90 minutes. Um, so I was in uh, at Chiefs game two Sundays ago and then had an event on the Monday nights so I stayed down in Devon with Matt Powell. And uh, had an event with, well, loads of rugby lads, but at Deer Park, which is one of Nigel Ray's hotels. But kind of in association with a charity and with the pig hotels and stuff like that. It was really, really good, lovely food and had like Nathan Outlaw and some other famous chefs cooking our food. It was amazing and Phil Vickery and I did a, we well, did like a Q&A with Kai Horseman. And now Phil Paris Vickery the chef or Phil, that's married to Fern? No, Phil Vickery, the rugby player who, the Raging Bull, the Raging Bull who also loves cooking, did a Q&A. And, and roll-ups. Vix is I'm brilliant. Not, not sure a, if he does anymore. Oh, maybe he does, yeah. Vix is very, very funny on a Q&H went, he just went off on one and he started telling this story about me and I was like a night out we had in Buenos Aires and I was like where is this going because this could go south this yeah and it he, did he took it there <laughs> he took it there in front of all these people I was like oh my god so there's Dave with a belt around his neck <laughs> yeah it wasn't that south but it was like right. it was like I was like Vix I was like Vix are you doing he's like no hang on Dave hang on Dave anyway. he goes it's not even that funny it's just a memory that pops into my mind so anyway we're in this nightclub right and he turns around. Anyway, and it's just like, and this, I won't tell you the story, but I was like, no, I'm I'm pretty, you know, I don't care that he said it, obviously. I was very funny, but I was yeah, like, Vix? <laughs> I was like, Vix, please. Like, it was brilliant. I'm a married man. He flew into it. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Nothing too lewd, but um, yeah, it was a very, very nice little event, actually. Yeah, you should have been there. It's, been a, there. it's a shame we're not sponsored by Leo Vegas anymore, because I've had a couple of good bets. Are we not? In. No. Aren't we? No, that's why we don't do Bet the Week anymore. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that, did you? Yeah. God, what you like. Um, because I bet on the Masters. Do you watch the Masters? No. See, I was out in I was out in Mallorca, and there was a few of us, a few different families of my mates, and we managed to ditch the girls for the, the, the Sunday of the Masters night, and they took the kids to bed. We went up to a local bar and watched the Masters. It was good. Was it? Freezing coal mine, because the weather wasn't great, and that's obviously why I've not got a tan. Yeah, I, I so you don't look like you've been on holiday. No, well, the weather was pretty poor, to be honest, boy. Uh, 
four or five days of cloud, but on the last day I didn't put any cream on because I'm mental and I wanted to come back feeling burnt. You're such a header. Um, but we watched in a bar and watched Patrick Reed win. But I didn't have Patrick Reed, but I had Stenson on Stenson. each way bet. Yeah. I also had McElroy on each way bet, Spieth on each way bet. Yeah. I think Fowler on each way bet. So that was a good little earner for me. Also, Just bet on Tiger Roll for the Grand National. Oh, well done. And a horse that finished fifth and sixth, but I can't remember them. Tom, right. This is no good unless you tell us how much money you won. It's it's irrelevant. Okay. It means nothing. Altogether, about 400 quid. Oh, that'll do it. And I bought a barbecue with my winnings. Did you? Yeah. What'd you get? Bought a Napoleon yeah. L3, it is. I don't know what that is, mate, but it's got a... A searing grill on the right-hand side. I just want to point out that I did not get this for free, nor did I ask for anything for free. I bought it at my winnings because I'm a winner. You're a winner. So you're it's got searing. Winner. It's got searing grill on the right-hand side. It's got six like burner. Plate. Yeah. Like a French top. So yeah. you know, I'm just going to sear my steaks and cook them on the barbecue. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and it arrived today, next day delivery, and I'm going to build it this weekend. Oh God, love it. Because oh, the, we- the weather's going to be good. Oh, lovely. Well, I've got a um. Do you know what I'm cooking tonight? Oh, let me guess. You're you're going to cook a pork in a... No, you're going to cook a Christmas turkey in on your barbecue again because it was the best turkey you've ever had. It was so moist. My it kids was. don't normally like turkey and they loved it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're bang on. I'm not cooking that tonight, but you, it was a good turkey. I'm doing... <laughs> I'm doing Chateaubriand. And I'm I'm think I'm going to do it dirty, so I'm going to do it straight on the coals. Got some friends coming over for dinner, so I'm going to do oh, a nice. nice piece of Chateaubriand straight on the um, charcoal. To be honest, I'm sick of food at the moment. I've just been on an all-inclusive holiday. Oh, all ink was it? Yeah, oh, and like just stuff there. I've, I've never been on an all-inclusive holiday. You haven't lived, mate. All, no, I have, but where all the food is nice, it's generally just been crap. The food was all right, but. You had to eat in the you had food. to eat in the restaurant for the good food, and if yeah. you wanted like lunch and you're up at like the splash pool or the park with the kids, you had to eat the bar food, which was like a buffet. It was all out all the time, but they just got like footlongs there and mm. burgers, and I just it's just crap food. I reckon I had a burger every day. You love burgers, though, don't you? I did, but it sort of put me off now, and I've put on a little bit of timber. I saw some people not around my jowls. No, but I saw I some just, people posting pictures of you saying you looked a bit fat at the moment. Yeah, I mean it's white fat though, which is looks worse than brown fat. Yeah, yeah. so I need a tan really to look so better. No one really minds my fat because I've got dark skin. Yeah, yeah, but if you were white, jellyfish. Oh, it'd be terror! It'd be absolutely terror. Yeah, I'd, but I'd make an effort if I was. I'd make more of an effort if I was really pallid. You're quite. It's just you got black hair all over you, so you're like a bit like the wolf boy. Yeah, sort of hides it a bit. I've got really hairy shoulders and like lats. lats. Now I have. I never really knew I it. But I had a good look at me the other day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah actually, have a couple. Well, you got you got your daughter to take a picture of you. From no, but I I don't. I don't. This isn't um, false modesty. I don't look in mirrors very much. Like I'm brushing my teeth, I look in the mirror like everyone else. But I don't look in a mirror when I brush when I cut my hair. So I brush my hair when I cut my hair or clipping my hair and beard stuff like that. I don't. Te- I don't. I don't look in mirrors very much when I get dressed so when what about the gym you know you're in there seven days a week <laughs> I don't work out in front of mirrors as a rule if there's a space in front of a mirror but I don't stand there and watch myself it's not much to watch I'm not I'm just you know I'm no more or less vain than anyone else but what about if you had to kill Medusa yeah yeah yeah. have to look, have to look in the mirror then but I don't like when I look, the first flat I had in Bath my girlfriend who's my wife obviously moved in after I'd been living there for I'd been living there for two years and two things had happened. I'd lived there with Martin Wood, Paul Sampson and Scott Gray. Two things had happened. One, the boiler had completely seized. There was no heating, nothing, and I had loads of it letters mounting up from the energy board, whatever it was. And it turned out my boiler hadn't been turned on for over a year because it was a separate thing for the hot water. So I never had heating on for over a year. So it just something seized and the pipes all knackered. I also didn't have a mirror. There wasn't a mirror in the whole place. I was going to say maybe that's where you're going wrong, but you're married, you've got two kids. And I don't care. What, and you what drive my, a Range Rover. But my head my head always looks the same, so what's the difference? Yeah, okay. You know? 
maybe you could have done with one for your outfit though maybe yeah 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 I didn't check that I yeah. swagged it on and got to work you know because I'm, I'm a bloody workaholic uh, looking forward to this weekend mate Cardiff Blues are playing uh, Pow or Po or Po Pow Pow in are they? the Challenge Cup semi-final you're looking forward to that are you they've just been um, Blum, Blumberg's been telling me he's the general manager GM of the Cardiff Blues they've Sounds been like over NFL. they've been over South Africa for 10 days played oh, yeah. their Cheetahs and the Southern Kings Se- get on? 72 hours it took them to get there oh my South God. African Airways cancelled flight and then oh my days a, then another connecting flight was cancelled Blum was alright though he flew ahead with the sponsors oh that's alright he's fine straight in business wasn't he oh, I don't know he was drinking uh, white wine though yeah he was of course he was um, how about this um, Bristol Rugby calling themselves um Bristol Bears. Do they have to to enter the Premiership? Is it a joke? Do they have to call them? Do they have to have another? No, an animal attached to their name. Bath don't gloss that, but it's like it's just sounds like an ice hockey team. It's weird because some of them just are so natural now that you think well they all started somewhere. But Tigers feels natural. Saints, Chiefs, they all feel fine. And but then I, as a concept, I hate all that stuff. I just want it to be Exeter, Leicester, and Northampton. But there's not. The Chiefs, yeah. There's quite a few bears. Oh, what bear is it as well? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, koala. It's not a bear, is it? It's a marsupial, isn't it? Tweet us if we're wrong, or tweet Shanks if he's wrong because he said that, not me. Um, unless it's right. I don't know. It just, I just feel like Bristol bears. Mm. Brown bears are the biggest. It's like sail sharks. Like this whole sharks thing just doesn't work for me. Newcastle Falcons. Oh, it does to it's me. Just Newcastle. Oh, that, no, I, I actually. Those two do work for me. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know what you mean. Um, but animals, yeah, yeah but there's also, there's a, right. there's a pretty naughty website, which is also attached, which is also called the Bristol Bears. Oh yeah, the Bristol Bears, yeah. Yeah. I bet you they... And for those that know, know. Yeah. That's brilliant. What is it? Bristolbears.co.uk. Yeah. And a lot of, there's basically a lot of hairy men on that website with photos. Yeah. Well, they call, um, I Careful think, a lo- I know, I think a lot of big... I'm guessing hairy, beefy, butch men are called bears, aren't they? Yes. Uh, but gay men are called bears. Yeah, seen in American Pie 3. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, like, if you and I were gay men, I'd probably be a bear, wouldn't I? <laughs> would you? Jermaine Defoe, you would. <laughs> I'd be a bear, you wouldn't. Um, a lot of them look like me, but in much better shape, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I once asked Garth Thomas what he wears when he goes out partying he said it doesn't really matter what you wear because when you get in a nightclub you take your top off anyway <laughs> yeah true that yeah that's and true I'm, I'm exactly the same and you he's, are he's a pretty decent rig top off tats everywhere yeah yeah it go down pretty well I reckon yeah I'm, so I'm going I'm going to watch um, Poe on Saturday oh yeah yeah Gennaro me and Bubs taking a load of customers oh right going to go watch it it's early kick off one o'clock is it in Cardiff if you're there, come say come say hi, have a photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in Cardiff. It's in the uh, Arms Park. Oh right. Yeah. So they, might they could, they they could reach a home. final. They yeah. might beat them at home. They might. They might. Yeah, okay. You are, are you looking forward to anything? No, I've got nothing to look forward to really on the horizon. I'm also going to Spain at the end of this month with grocery aid. It's um grocery aid is obviously a big charity and it's aligned to a lot of grocers, so a lot of companies like Tesco, Sainsbury's. I played with Fox's Biscuits. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, so they've yeah. gone out to, I think it's Catalonia. 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 Uh, oh, I don't know. Catalonia. It's in it's in Spain somewhere, near Barcelona. It's a lovely yeah, yeah. course. So, gone out there for a couple of days, play golf, shake some hands, hit some birdies, <laughs> <laughs> neck some pints. Fake. Are you, were you, because um, oh, that's, that's your natural environment, but on holiday, were you, like, were you super sociable, fake shanks? Were you basic like me, but I'm real, but Can you're just, fake when you're doing not it? All were, not all were fake, all right? Sometimes it was a genuine hello, but I made a massive effort just to be more... Nice. Sociable and... Affable. Polite. Yeah, affable. Um, and, you know, I'm trying that, so I'd like you to be less. <laughs> and we can find a happy medium then. But but sometimes, though, I would, I would play this game in my head where I would just be uber nice when I was in such a bad mood. But... And they'd be uber nice back, but then I think, right, that's one nil to me because deep down, didn't want to speak to you, <laughs> but I did. So, <laughs> it put a little smile on my face. Yeah. Um, 
I went well, in the I'm sea as well. It. I went in the sea as well. I hate. I don't really like the beach. Of course you don't. It's, it's, I got really sensitive. Well, I got really sensitive feet, right? So that's the reason why I don't like it. I don't think I don't like the sand on my feet, and then I don't like putting. Don't like flops. Uh, I don't like putting flip flops on. Then when my feet are sandy, I don't like going in the sea and then coming out, and you've got like cement on your feet, and that noise. Then when you're walking on the concrete of your f- oh mate, terror. But I went in the sea. Believe it or not. Up to you. What? Oh, well, I needed the Wii. Oh. <laughs> and then I did. Then I tried a little bit of body surfing. Um, Had you on? Pretty decent because in the right shape for it. Yeah, um, with that. Went, yeah. Um, this is this is going to sound quite tossy. Uh, I went uh, paddleboarding in Monaco last year. Um, tossy. I know. I went out there with um, Sean Justice, Ealing Trailfinders, and Matt Powell, and our respective spouses. And um, the guy was like, three bodyboards, please. Three paddleboards, please." He looked at me and he's like, mm, two boku, two boku." I was like, "What's the weight limit?" He's like, "Ah, this many pounds." I was like, oh, "That's about right." That's about right. I'm okay with. It. I'm don't quite know what the conversion is, but it should be okay. And they gave me this thing that looked like a, it looked like a plane of a jumbo jet, and I got on it, and um, I was shin deep in water straight away. So he's like, "How how much?" And I was like, he goes, "100 kilograms, 100 kilograms." I was like, "Brother, was your brother was he?" I was 135 by that point, so it did didn't work. So paddleboarding's never worked for me. Yeah, I saw. Um, I like I do. I've never done it, but I'm pretty sure I'd be decent at it. Decent at most things. So last, <laughs> right? Hey, look, that's where I'm going. The PGA Catalonia Catalonia Resort. Resort. Yeah. Let me know if anyone's played golf there. What it's like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last Sunday after the Chiefs game, two Sundays ago, I stayed with Matt Powell down in um, Devon because we were doing that thing on the Monday night, and we went out for supper at the Pig and Pallet in Topsham in Devon. What a lovely place Topsham is. Great restaurant. Wicked food. And what a great... We went to the pub for a few couple of pints afterwards. It was fab. Lads. Blimmin' lads. And um, on the next day, we went to pick up the car, because we had a couple of jars. Saw um, Henry Slade. He'd just been with um, Jack Noel pulling out, been doing a bit of paddle boarding in Topsham day after a game. It's a nice oh. little life, isn't it? Wow. Tops nice off. life. Well, he was just pulling out. It's just back in the car. Okay. I liked it because it was spitting with rain a bit. It was a bit windy, a bit grey. And I said, oh, nice weather for you. He said, oh, it doesn't matter. It's only water. Active like, recovery. Boy. Good boy. That's it. That's good. That's good. I do I do sometimes panic in the water a bit, in the sea. I think it's just from watching like Jaws and films like that, that I just, I don't know. You just don't know what's in there, mate. You don't know what's, it could be jellyfish, Portuguese Ooh. man of war, which has come out of Portugal and gone to Spain for a holiday. Yeah. What could or, that actually be? Or a shark. Yeah, there was, those, somebody those, was attacked by a great white the other day. Those buggers, they? they'll kill you as well. Them buggers. Somebody was attacked by a great white the other day. But imagine a fin coming out of the water when you're like shoulder deep, oh, trying to mate. body surf, and you mate. see it. I mean, you're meant to poke it in the eye. That's what I do, pull its front legs apart. What it's, I like, it's like when you see a crocodile, you're meant to hold its mouth down because it can squash and crush bone. Oh, no, it's got no, yeah. So, similar with thumbs. Look, give me a thumb. Yeah. Right now, try and lift it up. Now try and lift it up. Exactly. No, that's what I'm. That's my my. I gotta yep. say that. Now try and lift it up. Oh yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's why your kids can beat you at thumb wall. Yeah, if they get you, they can't. My kids can't yeah. beat me at thumb wall though. My kids cannot beat me at that. They never will. Um. So. Got a nice little um. Lunch coming up this week. Actually, well, I've got a couple of nice little events this week. I'm going. Well, I'm going out. For, Anything um, that doesn't involve food. No, no. I'm going, out, eat, you? I'm going out for dinner with um, Stuart Hooper tomorrow night. Yep. Talk rugger. Bullfrog. Then I'm going on a wine night, a wine tasting night with a few friends in Bath, which we really cool at a place called Walcott House, which is like God, this how many friends cool do sort of new club in Bath. Then on Friday, I'm up to London for um, the Roast Beef Club annual lunch at the Hurlingham Club. It is absolutely brilliant. Every year they support a different military charity. You hosting the rifles. Yeah, hosting it. Um, and... That's brilliant. Every year, it's one of it's just one of the best events of the year. So, I normally because I'm working, I don't drink. So I will do it, and then about five o'clock, I'll get a taxi to Paddington and come home. But there's been a, um, a special request from for a few of us this year to stay up and um, have a few blooming jars. And I've got a weekend off this weekend, Tom. Why? Was the European weekend, um, and I'm not needed. Cause I'm Can't not, get any gigs, I'm not, can you? I'm not contracted to BT, so they don't need me. 
Uh, um, lovely, mate. How is it? Never you don't mind that? No. no. I thought you were all like work at all costs. Well, when there's work, I work, but yeah, I don't. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like I had three days off last week because I went to Devon. It was really nice. Yeah. Although kids had three weeks off for Easter and I managed to get three days in Devon, which is not very many, is it? It's quality, not quantity though. Because you did loads with them apart from like sleep every afternoon for an hour and a half as soon as I got there I just went to sleep anyway exactly yeah. but it's like but they like taking photos of you anyway so yeah but it's like oh let's have some nice quality family time yeah brilliant I love it with the whole family I was like right guys it's nice and sunny I'm going to take the dogs out who's coming no like my wife's on the sofa looking at Daily Mail website with the kids looking at pictures of celebrities and like YouTubing different little mixed dance routines and stuff they're all just on the sofa they're doing like jigsaws and stuff then they're on the sofa having a drink and I was like anyone coming no I was like okay good family time guys I'll see you in an hour and a half and the next day anyone coming this time going to go to the beach no no so we went, we went out together every day but it's like anybody want to come on a dog walk no so I'm walking around blooming Devon with my dog listening to my audiobooks. can you floss yet who can who can you floss yes do you know what it is not, I'm not talking oh, about you oh no I can't do that that's what you mean no I can I've, yeah. to- I've told the girls to learn it my kids taught me you're quite a good dancer though aren't you well yeah, you close your eyes, it's just natural rhythm, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I did loads of dancing on holiday at Kids Club. Did you? Yeah. All the songs, teach them. That guy, were you? Yeah, well, I had to, really. They just <laughs> love dancing. And part of being a parent, mate, is to just lose all your inhibitions. So yeah. I did. You lose all your inhibitions. Um, why, when we're doing a pod, are you scrolling through Instagram? Are you just bored? No. It's just look at... Look at <laughs> I went on Twitter and it accidentally went on Instagram. I seen if there's any questions, but we've not really asked for any. So a lot of tweets about Bristol Bears. I know. I I don't know why I don't like all that. Um, it's because it's new. That's why, mate. It's because it's new, and you're not. You know, ten years down the line, you'd be like, oh, bloody the Bears. Oh, there's Bears. Yeah, I, I tell you, um, kind of differently. Um, Bath is quite an interesting situation at the moment because obviously they're a big club. They're a very very high spending club and they have a huge number of players and they've got a lot of players getting paid a lot of money and they're not they're not playing very well at all they're they not haven't. they're not I agree there's a lot of talk about Todd Blackhander being under pressure and that sort of told stuff told you told you I've not seen them play quality rugby since they had George Ford at 10 and um Flatman at no no um, who was the 12 that's gone to Wasps Tapper gone blank no he's gone to Wasps now Oh, Kyleesman. Kyleesman at yeah, 12. Yeah. John and Joseph. I've not seen them play well till they, uh, since they had those combinations, really. Yeah. How slick they were. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? And also, I mean... They were like the Scarlets are playing now. Some people would... Obviously, I'm obviously Stuart Hooper, who I'm seeing tomorrow, is a very old friend of mine. We've been mates, we've been mates for 20 years, right? So that I'm not going out with him to get information on going out because we're mates and we like pizza. But and I would obviously never broadcast anything you might say, but I don't know. I, sp- I haven't spoken to him about it at all. But a couple of guys within the club I've spoken to have, you know, they haven't confirmed or denied it. But I don't see how losing Tabai Matson, who ran the attack, and not replacing him hasn't had an impact because they looked so much better when he was there. Um, but it's funny because to watch them at the weekend and pe- it's <sighs> we did this. Uh, we did our analysis Durders and I did our analysis after the game at, at Saris and Bath well, I mean Bath got absolutely smoked by Saris and they gave Saris about two thirds of their points oh, I mean, they just they, dished, yeah. dished up so much ball but you know I was talking to a couple of players afterwards like Francois and those guys and it I don't know it was just bizarre and I and I ended up going into a bit of a rant about it and it's funny because you do your best not to be that guy who used to play for Bath and bear in mind as you well know Tommy I played for Sarries over a hundred times as well, so I've got links to both of these clubs. You so did. So it's like strong links to both of these clubs, and it's like I got a bit of a rant about it because it what bugs me a bit is when you've got top players just tossing the ball around, doing random stuff. But also, there's this weird stuff, and everyone has bad games. Everyone, but say, for example, yeah, Reese Priestin didn't have his best game at the weekend. And we know he can do good stuff. Of course he can. He's got a load of caps and all that. But it wasn't a good game for him. So that happens, right? It happened to you. It happened to me. It happens to everyone. But they will not take him off. 
And it's almost like they wouldn't take George Ford off when Reese used to be on the bench. They would not take him off. So I was like, and I, I was joke, joking around with Freddie Burns before kickoff, like before warm-ups and stuff. And I said, looking forward to, he said something, looking forward to two minutes at 12, mate, at the end. Come on, on 78, come on after 78 minutes at 12. Well done, mate. A bit of a joke, you know. And he gets put on for whatever it was, 15 minutes at 12. And it's like, if there's one person in the back line you're going to take off, it's not Ben Tapuai. It's odd. And it's just like, there's... Nines and tens will change a game. Yeah. You know, if if you are losing, and, you know, it, it wasn't, it was fairly close half time, but after, sort of 10 minutes after half time, well, I mean, we'll talk about this. Should we let's save this? Go. No, let's just go. No, let's, let's save it, because we'll have a little music Anyway, but okay, okay, we'll do that. But then my point was that, I ended up going to a rant about it and they were like, yeah, that's fine, but it's a bit too long because you've only got a certain amount of time to talk. So I was like, right, I'll do it again, do it again. So I had three or four versions of this chat and made them shorter each time so they could use one of them. And it turns out all of them were too long. <laughs> so they've cut, they cut a load of stuff out. So I think I'd, it's funny, but I'd, it's one of those things funny. when you live in Bath and you are sort of a little bit scathing about Bath what happens is you get bar supporters sending you messages saying you're overcompensating and you're biased and it's only because you played for Bath. Like, and I said, I'm not angry about it. I'm not upset about it. It's do you know just, I say to supporters like that? What? Or do to supporters like that? What? This. This. He's putting his middle finger up. But it's funny, whatever you say, you get rinsed a little bit. But It's like you can't be honest. That, about your, it's like you can't be honest about your own team because you're, you're seen as biased. Yeah, we're seeing, but, that, but that's yeah. a small proportion, mate, of people yeah, that tiny. that would disagree with you because sometimes they're so in love with a team, yeah, that they're, they're just super positive, and they can't often see on the outside what flaws there are and where they're going wrong. Yeah, and if anyone ever disagrees with me, I just block them. Easy. Yeah, I don't really. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, my love, what game do you want to start with? Well, better start with Friday night, really. Newcastle against Sale. Um, great game, bizarre game, great game. It? Yeah, it's brilliant. Though. I loved it. It was loose. It was fast, and there were a lot of mistakes. There was a lot of space. But what do you want? You don't want, you know, if both teams have perfect games, there's not going to be any tries really because you've got to make mistakes in order to score tries. But twenty-five nil up after thirty-one minutes. You what, mate? Yeah, I know. You Absolutely what? Spanked them for now, didn't they? Here's one thing though. Now Sale. Obviously, didn't win, but their comeback started, and it was a try from Curry, wasn't there? Um, which was obviously a try. But I think the Marlon Yard, his first try, yeah. clear obstruction from Strauss. Do you? On Cicino. Do you? I do think so, yeah. Do you? Stopped him enough, blocked him enough for that try to be called back as obstruction. Oh, I think that, but 
Well, luckily, he scored for, it. Luckily for Sale, it doesn't matter what you think. No, it doesn't at all, mate. And who cares what I think? I thought anyway. Marlon Yard was really good. Yeah, he was good. He looked sharp and fast. He looked really fast, didn't he? Yeah, I he wondered did. if he's that quick. He did look no, really quick, though. He's like lazy quick, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like He's not, you know, when you, when you watch someone like... Um, Go on. Jack Noel. Yeah. He bounces. He's he's left, right. He's yeah. always always moving. Yeah. Whilst Marleyard is a bit, he looks he looks like he's not shifting, but he is. Yeah. Um, Let's just say he's deceptively fast because that's the cliche, isn't mm, it? No. Well, well, he's deceived me, Tommy. All these. Years. Yeah. Okay. I we'll thought he looked there. great. I thought he had a good game. Rob Webb had another good game as well. For so sad to see uh, Will Welch get injured at the end. I don't know how he is actually, but um, but it was a hell of a game. I mean, I know. Jeez, it was. But it, I love watching Gonover play. Yeah, he's he's crazy. It just is the way he moves, the way his body moves. It's just different from everyone else, isn't it? Completely different. Uh, but he's a threat. He's like. Remember when Claremont were probably at their peak, and they never won Europe, but they were incredible at home. And yeah. they had Siviatu on one wing. Siviatu and Nalanga. Nalanga. Yeah. Like he's exactly of that mould. So dangerous, picking and going. On the base of rucks, always yeah. pops up everywhere. He's a nightmare. A nightmare. Carries a ball like it's a cricket ball in his hand. But it's just he's just his movement. He just but his body moves differently from everyone else's. Yeah. And it's not. It's partly a Fijian thing. Well, no, I think it is a Fijian. It thing. is a Fijian thing, but he's different from a lot of Fijians still. Um, well, he's better than a lot of Fijians. Yeah, but that's kind of what I mean. He's very Fijian-like in his play. Jeez, he's just oh, he's fabulous. What a sign he's been and. You know, you've got if you're Leicester, you've got to be looking at it thinking oh, we should have kept him. Yeah, it's good to see Bobby Vickers going over for the winner from three point six yes. centimeters. <laughs> so good at that. Yeah. yeah, but it was big pressure kick by Hodgson as well before that. Yeah, who's played r- so well all season. I mean, yeah, do, you, do you have much contact with Dave Walder? No, Newcastle? no, well not, but well new seems to be doing a great job with their attack. Yeah, he's really, really well and. It's he's one of those players that a couple of years from now will get offered a or a year or two from now will get offered what some might see as a bigger job. But um it's interesting at this at this event, um but I think he's got a big job, that's the point. But at this event on Monday night, this thing down in Devon, one of the other guys I was interviewing was Paul Tisdale, who's the manager of Exeter City Football Club, and he's the except Arsene Wenger, he is the longest serving manager in English professional football or British professional football something like that so he's been there for 12 years or something like that okay really successful does a really good job really bright and he had an interesting view on it and I said is the aim not to get a Premier League job and he said well I've been offered a Premier League job and I didn't take it and he's a I know him personally so I know he's not making it up he's he's a good man and um, he's like it's, it's interesting because people talk all about players loyalty and as soon as you get a bigger offer you're gone what about managers loyalty Extra have taken great care of me. You know, I'm sure he's well looked after, but he's like, they've given me loads of responsibility. I've done a good job. I've never felt my job was under threat. I've always been supported. And it's like, well, someone comes along and offers me a bit more cash. I'll have less responsibility, less fun, more pressure, just bigger numbers at the end of the month. Well, no, I want to be loyal to the team that's been great for me. One day, maybe I will move on, but it goes both ways. And people, you have, managers have to be loyal too, not just clubs. Just like players have to be loyal, not just clubs. Quite interesting. But Dave Walder is one of those guys, classically, that will get offered big jobs over the next couple of years when his contracts are up. And I rather, I mean, I don't mind where he goes, but I rather hope he stays because I'd love Newcastle to keep flying like they are. Keep he's the also, Falcons flying. He's also tried and tested, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a risk. No. Low, very low risk. Um, low risk. What a lovely day it looked like at Gloucester. And you don't say that very often. The pitch looked good. It looked green. The weather was amazing. Yeah. Um. And uh, a very good win by Gloucester. Yeah, Quinns are in a tough spot, aren't they? Quinns, Bath. You thought Northampton, but yeah, good win for them the weekend. Out. But this tight, this at this stage of the season, a lot of teams just and players probably just can't wait for the season to be over. They're not in the playoffs. They're not. There's nothing really to play for apart from themselves and mm. their mates and the, and the club. So is it? And you can sort of see that really. I think in Harlequin's performance, yeah, it pains me to say it and break to say about any team, but it just they were beaten by a hungrier team. You could see that. Um, 
a lot of miscommunication, I thought, with Quinns as well. And you look at, is it Braley's first try? Yeah. So it's Atkinson fair, fires a flat pass to 12 Mate, his passing was crisp yeah. all day. He was yeah. so good. It's no, it's no surprise that 12 trees had a good game outside no, Atkinson either. It didn't. Like, but you look at the the forwards, you got it's fairly fast ruck ball, fairly fast. Not incredibly fast, but it's fast enough. The forwards have come around the corner, they're drifting. You've got Jamie Roberts and his winger blitzing. You've got two players. So there's a miscommunication right from the start. Yeah. You only blitz when you're, it's really slow ball and you've got numbers. Yeah. And a huge hole opens up for 12 trees. And it's just an easy pass back inside. Yeah. But it's way that's, too that's easy. the communication you need. And also you look at um, Jake Pelledry's try where he just basically picks and goes yeah. to the left and just waltzes through. The, Quinns have got the numbers there. They're just not communicating and it's not... It's not absolutely inbuilt in them. It's not automatic where they're supposed to be. So it's he's wandering through gaps that shouldn't be there. I did actually watch Quinns at the weekend and think they hit harder and ran harder and competed yeah. harder. I just thought they didn't look like they were in the right Possibly. place. Possibly. But, you, but you can see a team, you can see Gloucester were full of confidence. And we talked about Atkinson. What a pass that was for the Woodward try. I think it ends up going... Yeah. Who's it end up going? It's a 30-metre pass and it's a beauty. Yeah. I think it goes into Trinder's hands and he steps inside and steps inside George hits Woodward. It, yeah. But Woodward, he's got to be knocking on that door for England, do you not think? So he's English qualified. Because I looked at, Mike, Mike Brown had a pick up and go from a lovely break by Woodward. And now Mike Brown's a back three and I think he he is a good player. There's, there's You cannot argue that. Yeah. But he got mowed down, for me, a bit too quickly by Billy Burns. Yeah, what court you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing, mode down. Mode down, I get it, yeah. Um, I think it might be doing a mode thing because of Mo, 12 Mo trees, Farrah. tree surgery, mode, lawn mode. Anyway. Landscaping, gardening. Let's crack Billy on Billy 12 Trees' dad is a tree surgeon. All right. Not a joke. Not a joke. There's no punchline. That's like my dad being a landlord. Flats. Yeah. Oh, God. That's what it's come to, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But Woodward, yeah, for England. I mean, yeah. How do you? How would you watch him and not pick him? <laughs> he's he is fab. He's absolutely fab. What do you reckon? But we're talking about Brown's pick and go and getting caught by Billy Burns as well. Yeah, Woodward wouldn't get caught. It's not all about that, but he would. It's get not all about right. pace because fifteen. You need, got you need to, to be you've quick got enough. To be, yeah, you've got. But he really gets caught quickly. Mm. Now, you know, I. I it could be because he was tired. He had a bit of. He had some doms. I get doms all the time in my legs oh, after God, touch. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But Billy Burns is fast as well, man. Let's not forget yeah, about that. But, but I, yeah, it's, it's a t- it's a really tough spot for Quinns. And John Kingston has said that he thinks it's a squad on the verge of great things, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that. But let's have three cheers for for Woodward anyway. Yeah, he was really good. Really, really nice game. Um, Talk about the um, live game you're at, mate, with Channel Five. Oof. Leicester and Northampton. No, did not give Saints a chance. No one did. They absolutely battled. I watched the end of that game. Um, streamed it. BT Sport. Yeah, yeah. On holiday. Yeah. Oh, well done. But it was it was a great game, and it really it was about Leicester. I mean, a lot of, a lot of what it was about was Leicester coughing up opportunities in the opposition twenty-two. So their set piece has been so good since Mark Bakewell arrived. And that was like one of the key things pre-match we looked at is they basically they've just improved every week since he arrived. So their ball, their produce, the ball they're winning is more predictable and higher quality, and it gives better ball to the back, which means everyone looks better. Why did Horney go off, mate? Early doors, do you remember? He yes, first tackle. Calamifoni caught the uh, Calamifoni. Yeah, Calamifoni caught the ball. Rob Horn hit him and just got either looked like a knockout or a stinger couldn't quite tell maybe stinger but a bad one and thing is once Grace Paul Grayson was telling me and he was saying that he's done all the courses and stuff and once somebody says um, whatever the words are prime response this could be serious you have to run through the entire stretcher protocol the okay. entire thing whether he needs it or not you have to run through it safety's so, paramount yeah so we don't know if he needed that or not but at this point where we are today which is Tuesday, Tuesday lunchtime but um yeah, it was a long, old, long, old delay. Long, old delay. 
Um, What's your thoughts on Ellis Genge's performance? Ellis Genge um, is... Aggressive. He's... Powerful. Tommy, he's magnificent. He's absolutely magnificent. But the weekend, he did what Leicester did a couple of times, which was do something brilliant and chuck a pass that wasn't quite there. So it didn't quite didn't quite come together for him, but he remains he remained a proper force on the field. I mean, he's something else when he's got the ball. Foden's try. Um, yeah, it's against the run of play, but who cares? A really nicely taken, good hands. Um, it was a, a stand, yeah, standard sort of rugby league play that you see. Put it behind the forward, back to a guy ha- hanging behind him, um, and Foden just gets on the outside of Vianu. Um, well taken, well taken try actually by Foden because he did have a fair bit of work to do. But what I liked, what I liked that was, I know um, Leicester and Northampton scored the try, but Ellis Gen, um, Ellis Genge, Genge's hunger to get off the line and make a tackle on his yep. man. Yeah, you don't often see that from from props. Yeah, all day he was like that. Yeah. Identified his man, went off the line, took everyone a little bit by surprise, but it was a, it was a well worked play. Um, and uh, he, I thought he, he impressed me the whole, the whole game he's really. Just, he's but an animal. He's an animal. He creates he? a try for Vianu then, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean he's just what I mean. His acceleration. I think apparently someone said he used to be a centre when he was younger, but his scrum work was good. Although Alex Waller came off the bench and put really put the heat on in a really key scrum. Um, on the line where Leicester presumably were going to go for a pushover or something like it. So Alex Waller really produced, but overall, Genge, okay, he chucked a couple of balls away, but what what a player. I mean, he, he, he just wants the ball in his hand and he wants to run and he wants to hurt someone. Yeah, he's, he is a And savage. that ticks all boxes for me. Yeah, he's. I really, really like him. He's just a brilliant player. And England are just blessed with loose heads at the moment when you think the guys they've got, they've got Hepburn as well, who is frankly every bit as good as Genge. They've got Abano in the wings as well, who's getting better and better. He actually played quite well at the weekend. One of the few, one of the few players who really did for Bath, I thought. Um, not as spectacular as normal for him, but still had a good game, I thought, and had some good impact. But you know, you've got Marla as well. You've got Mako Vunapola. You know, I'm sure I'm missing people here, but you've you know you've got some properly good loose heads around at the moment. So it's it's a golden time for English loose heads, but it's not a great time to be an English loose head unless your name's Mako. <laughs> Reinach, what a game he yeah, had as well. Yeah, super sharp. Super sharp. Yeah. Lovely little well-worked try. Slip off the back of the line-up by Harrison. Yeah. That uh, ball was lush. It was. Per- it was absolutely perfect. And because it was done so late, yeah. it just doesn't give you time to react. Indefendable of that, isn't it? It was delish. But then Reinach made a break again, and um, Alfie Tuala finishes. And now that was good. Um, because Alfie Tuala gets the ball, but you look at when he... he Gonova does it. Most wingers do it. Most good players do it. But what they're doing is they keep moving direction. So whoever's trying to tackle them keeps having to look over their shoulder. Yeah. Can't move. Can't get a point of contact. And just sort of turns his player inside. Like and it was a very good finish. And you look at the transfer of the ball. So there's any kids watching. You, you watch. Well, that's a classic example yeah. of how to transfer the ball from one arm to the other. So your other arm's free then to defend, to try and block a tackle. Yeah. Whatever you want. I mean, because not all handoffs. There was a not all handoffs are in the chest or head area. Yeah, a lot of people hand off arms because that's what you start to go with first. When you start to tackle, you, your arms come forward a lot of the time first. Now, yeah. if you hit that arm down, all of a sudden then you've got no grip. Yeah, so you're just relying on the shoulder making contact, and not all you're not always going to get that, are you? No. There's a lot of arm tackles, so that was a really, really um, nice bit of play by Tuala to finish that off. Jonah Holmes' try? Non-try. Non-try. Matt O'Connor said that's a try all day long. <laughs> it's not a try all it's day long. It's not a try. It's not. It's not. I yeah. agree. Yeah, it's I not mean, at all. I mean, He's can't. blocked. Whether he's going to make the tackle or not is irrelevant. He's blocked and he's he's not allowed to make that tackle through obstruction. Yeah, he's denied a, ch- a fair shot of making that tackle through illegal means. And that's, that's, Matt O'Connor, that's you know, that's a reaction straight after the game. Of course probably not seen it. The, from where he was sitting, it probably looks like a try. Although... He would have had the benefit of looking at a computer and, and seeing the replay, but well, no, I don't know if he would by then. Or maybe he would. Of course, he would in the stands. Yeah, but again, it's not the point whether he would have made the tackle or not. I mean, he yeah. might have made it, and he wasn't in the shot. So the, the hole opened up, but yeah, he was brutal for Leicester because they were just everyone was celebrating and going nuts on the bench, and it gets disallowed. Yeah. Savage that. 
didn't need to do it either because I do reckon he would have scored actually. But I don't know. You, you don't know. That's no, the problem. But yeah, I mean, you've got to be you've got to be squeaky clean because anything like that now, you know, ten years, five years ago, would have just been given as a try. Yeah, but yeah. now, any obstruction, any potential obstruction like that, there's going to be a review of it. Yeah. And you cannot hold anyone. You cannot have your arms up. Can't do it. Nope. Can't do it, Tommy. But high drama. Jamie Gibson was the best player on the field for mine. What a game he had. Reinhardt, I reckon, for me. Reinhardt was good, but Jamie Gibson, that, that win was built on him, I thought. Jamie brilliant. Gibson was good, but Reinhardt was better. All right, all right, boy. And then I went to uh, Sarri's Bath at the weekend as well. Were you with Marco van der Derde? That's right. Van Der and Smythe. Um, How was van Der and Smythe? Did he ever talk about me? Did he say, oh, God, Shanks was such a great crack at Cheltenham. Let's, let's become a threesome. Let's have MMM. No. Oh. Ever, I'm not sure he knows who you are. It's my name. Have you met him? So my loads. I'm not sure he knows you. He's on great form. Actually, no, he wasn't on great form this week. He was just on very, very good form. Does he He's like the me? man? I think he had like half a glass of wine on Saturday night. He does like you, yeah. Half a glass of wine on Saturday night, which is nothing, but for him is before work is a real treat. You know, <laughs> he had so little that he drove. You know, he had half a glass or something, but he's like, well, I feel very guilty, and he can't concentrate because he's had a drink. All right. He knows he consumes some alcohol within 24 does hours he, of work. Does he drink? He does, yeah, but only when he's got no work. Okay. Um, which like is, me. Yeah, like me. Um, he is great. He's the man. Um, that was a... Uh, Come on, mate, let's dissect that. Sobering. So, excuse me. Sobering experience for Bath. Um, it was almost like... I mean, if you watch the TV, the highlights, you'll have already heard me say most of this, but... Um, People don't. But it's only 15-6, right, half-time. So, Bath still one million percent in that game. Yeah, but I'm watching that game thinking, nope. And I won't tell you who said it, because it's, it's not a particularly nice thing to say. But I was speaking to some of the Saris lads afterwards, and one of them, you know, I, I said to one of them, did you feel like if you came out in the second half and just hammered it for five or ten minutes, Bath would disappear? And it was he didn't say no, put it that way. So I think there's... It's it's not right. Um, Cruz, yeah, that's who you're trying to. Isn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. No. But it's like it's, it's not it's not a happy place, and it it doesn't seem coordinated. It doesn't seem be a senior player because you don't chat to the youngsters because they do don't, chat to they the don't respect you. I do chat to the youngsters. They okay. remember me from my Sarah's days. Yeah, well, they got probably got pictures of me on the walls where they train, haven't they? Do you know what I found really? I was in the match day program, mate. They read that in the changing. Do you know what I found really funny? But this is funny. It's not just like okay, what you say, natural. Yeah, okay, naturally yeah. comes out. Um, Liam Williams scored his try. <laughs> Just doesn't look like he should run. It's funny, Dirt is watching it. We're watching it live. See, it is funny. You can say that now. Yeah, and he and he was like, "How do those legs even work?" I, like he is fast, but uh, I feel bad saying this. And I have a chat after I've said this, whether we cut it out or not, keep it in. But for me, he runs like a midget. How do midgets run? Well, like Liam like Williams. That. Watch Willow. <laughs> How do they run? Watch Willow, the film. All right. Well, I'll get back to you. He's got like a really long upper body, and his legs just like scuttling along in a in a strange <laughs> in a strange movement because he's so bow legged. It. You can't cut it out. It's like I look at him the same way I look at planes. Like, how on earth do you get in the air and fly? Yeah. How do you? run? I just don't get it. It works though, doesn't it? Works. Very well. I nearly swore then. We're not allowed to swear because we're going to bigger and better things. Yeah. This podcast is going international. Yeah. It's actually not, but Michelle wants us to stop swearing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is a wonder how he runs that quick, but he does. Because Bath... What a player. He was great. Bath have a lovely break, don't they, from Brew, who's had a fantastic season. Oh, what a game he had, though. And Shining light he was. They get quick ball, and Lowe mistimes his run off Priestland, doesn't really give Priestland too much of an option, goes down... Picked up by Saris, Liam Williams scoots in from seventy meters. Yeah, Owen Farrell gets an intercept. Then yeah. another another try off the off the break of play. Um, and you look at he takes the ball and you look at Tapawai and his reaction, head down straight away as soon as that intercept goes. Then he starts chasing yeah. back. Um, and it was just there was fifteen maybe plus Hanlon errors. From Bath during that game, yeah, just you can't do that. They just they look. Do you know what they look way off it? You can't, Alan. You can't. You can't do it, Alan. They look way off it at the moment, and they 
there seems to be very, very little fluency, very, very little direction. And as one of the Bath players put it to me afterwards, very little grunt. Yeah. Like, how are you? How are you ripping? How are you ripping that? Getting out of that ball and ripping some forward momentum out of that game. So Leicester have it because Calamaphoni, I thought, carried better than he's carried for a long time. He carried. He's always carried a lot, but for me, Sione Calamaphoni has always been. 20 carries for 18 metres kind of guy. But Leicester are in a different position, mate, because Leicester are fifth, okay? So they're still trying to get in the playoffs. They're qualifying for the Champions Cup. Bath are eighth. They're 11 points yeah, but my, yeah, but my point is, like, an, a matter of weeks ago, Leicester were in the... were struggling badly. Yeah. And Bath were top four, right? So it's not that many game, that many rounds ago. But then Bath are now struggling to get momentum, whereas Leicester have got guys like Genge back, Bateman off the bench, and they are ripping momentum out of games. They've got guys who will just, you know, yeah. carry hard and deliver momentum, deliver front Go football. to men. So you got, it's like Bath are looking at Francois to nick balls every five minutes, and it doesn't always work like that, especially when you've been They're, waiting, they're for waiting for Banahan to do, or Brew to do a huge run. Yeah, and, and just they're, a, they're waiting, Falatau did produce something wonderful, but they're waiting for Falatau to produce magic, and it's like, it doesn't work that way. You do need, it yourself. Yeah, you need you mm. need guys to do that job. And but I tell you what, though, you know, you look at Worcester, Northampton, Quinns. Bet they're happy that London Irish. I've oh only, yeah, I've only won three games. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're a safety net, aren't they? Yeah. See, Bristol have got to avoid the Bears. Have got to be avoid avoid being that safety net next week. But Sarri's cruised. I mean, I said after the game, like, I don't know if it. I haven't seen the show yet. I haven't been home, but it, I don't know if it made the cut. But it. I don't think Saracens... I know they had to run and pass and tackle and all that sort of stuff and they're all out of breath at the end and there's your black eye knocking around, but I don't think they will play an easier league match than that no. this season. And I mean any league match. But I know they didn't score 100 points, but geez, they just got it dished up to them. In the Pro but Four- Bath came bearing gifts. That's what yeah. I'm saying. In the Pro 14, um, Scarlets, who are flying at the moment, they were pretty much hammered. Got pumped. By uh, when I say pretty much, they were got hammered. Pumped. Yeah, by Edinburgh. So were Leinster. They were beaten by Benetton, seventeen fifteen. But both those teams obviously playing this weekend, aren't they? Yeah, in the semi. So that's that's where the Pro Fourteen falls down, and that is where this, that's a perfect example of. I'm mean, glad for Edinburgh. Well, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Benetton, are a good team. And they're playing. They're playing pretty decent rugby at the moment. But Leinster, no matter what team they field, should beat Benetton at home. In but yeah, yeah, you're right. They should, but. That's where it falls down because it just it just doesn't matter if they lose. It just doesn't matter. No. That's why the promotion relegation thing is interesting. And I've I've kind of swipped and swapped a little bit on that and flipped and flopped and swished and swashed. And I've just I just feel pushed like pushed and pulled. I just feel like it's it's nice for the owners to have relegation ruled out for five years and I do think that will happen. But then if that just results in a load more money being pumped in, does that actually make it better? Does it actually make it better? A load more money coming in because people feel safer to invest. I don't know that it does. Um, I just feel like that that drama is such a big part of the league, you know. And the, the Pro 14, will, I just think it will always struggle to be as popular as it could be because there's every chance you're going to turn up to see your team and it's a load of kids you've never well, heard of. Well, yeah, that is, that's the problem you've got. But it's like every other week's like Anglo Welsh. But they are, <laughs> they are, they are trying to improve it, and it is being improved because the Southern Kings and the Cheetahs coming in. Mm. There's talk of American team. There's talk of German. They're trying to create a better league, which is more, which is more exciting. Um, now, you've also you've also got the Blues. Now they've qualified for the Champions Cup which is massive for them considering the last six five or six years they've been in the Challenge Cup Danny Wilson's leaving at the end of the season which is a shame because he's probably done the best with that team they're in a the semi-final of the of second tier Europe competition they've qualified for the Champions Cup that's the best they've done since Di Young's era ended yeah. he's leaving um, new coach come in Ospreys doesn't look like they're going to qualify for Champions Cup Scarlets we've talked enough about the Scarlets and how good they are and how good Wayne Pivak and Stephen Jones are so it's a big year next year for the Dragons yeah they've not played particularly well Hugh um, not Hugh Jackman Bernard Jackman Bernard Jackman head coach 
Um, the union is the union owns the dragons. Yeah. So big season for them next year. Well, big season for Bernard Jackman yeah. if he wants to carry on because we've not really seen. We've seen glimpses of what the dragons can do, but you know they're sixth at the moment. They've won two games. They've lost sixteen. They've drawn two. That's not a great no. return on your season, is it? No, it's poor. That's no, poor, Tommy. But hey, anyway, it's rugger, isn't it? Um, who do you reckon's going to make the prem final? Who do you reckon's going to make the prem final? Well, Chiefs and Saris. Now, of course, it is, isn't it? They won't play each other, will they? Until the final, it would have been quite nice if they'd met in a semi-final, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, all, I don't really agree with playoff finals. I mean, it is good because it's exciting, and you know, a fourth team can win. But for me, a league is a league. You know, Tommy, I've been in that position. I've come top of the league with Bath, yeah. lost in the final. That's IMO. I love saying that now. In my opinion, yeah. But it makes it exciting. It's it's good for the fans. It's people tune in. It's yeah. TV rights a lot, but and it's accepted now, isn't it? It's just the thing now. But you know, whoever finishes top of the league. Wins should it. win it which would be cheap like Man City yeah yeah, good on them eh? yeah well done um, you look a little bit like Pep I do a bit yeah Yeah, I've noticed that recently yeah I do with fluid retention yeah with with a, with a, a weight yeah. retaining illness with a bulletproof with gigantism gigantism yeah yeah it's got the mumps yeah um, but well done Man City as well oh yeah well done Man City really happy for them aren't we we love football um should we um should we round this off, Tommy? Yeah. 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 Let's round this off. Hey, by the way, thanks to everyone who reacted so kindly to the pod with Nolly two yes. weeks ago. I mean, went down really, really well. We, I saw Nolly again the other day. I did a thing with on Sunday morning with Nolly and Jason Robinson. Oh great. For old mutual wealth down in Bournemouth before the Saris game. It was really, really nice and we know Jace obviously, but she's fab, isn't she, Nolly? Yeah. Did, did she have a good reaction to being on the pod? Loved it. Yeah, really, really liked it. She really enjoyed it. Lots of people have said nice things, and I think a couple of the other girls in Heather Fisher wants to come on. Yeah, I think we on. should. Yeah. I mean, we haven't actually quickly we haven't talked about the anything to do with the Commonwealth Games that's been on. Yes, I've not seen much of it. I've only seen some of it on Twitter and on the BBC website. The netballers. Other websites went, are available. The netballers only went and won, didn't they? On the ITV website and the Channel yeah. Five website. Yeah, and the Sky website. Yeah, yeah. Netballers won. And BristolBears.co.uk. Like. <laughs> There's some good sport on there, I reckon. Homepage. <laughs> some good sport. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did you watch any of the sevens? Uh, no. New Zealand won. I've been away. They? I've been away. I haven't watched any of it. Okay, you've been in the country though. Yeah, being, but, yeah, but I don't. I don't move around. I'm not like you. I don't. I'm not on tour anymore. I don't get to hotel rooms. Quickly check what channels I've got, and then sit down and watch Euro, Eurosport two for four hours. It's the first thing I did when I went on holiday. Exactly. Went through. It took me ages to go through like 100 channels, but the, I worked out we had one, two, three, four, five. Um, we also had Nickelodeon, Disney Channel for the kids. Winner. But when I'm in like Devon, I don't watch TV. Or RTL, post 10 o'clock. Standard. <laughs> Standard. Remember those days? Oh. Yeah, God, don't I? I mean, no. No. What days? Um, yeah, so fairly you successful think, yeah. Commonwealth Games, I, I believe, for, for Wales. Certainly was for Wales. Yeah, Ned Bolting, who does covers a lot of cycling, he tweeted something that Martin Bayfield retweeted the other day, which I then retweeted because I agree with it entirely. Is who on earth cares about medal tables other than Putin and what was it, Team GB or something like that, or UK Sport, whatever it was? It's like who cares? It's like it's these wonderful sports getting denied funding, getting effectively dissolved at elite level because they might not win a medal. It's like. Who gives a toss about the medal table? Does anyone give a toss? When, since of course when did they that do. a measure of success? A lot of rubbish. Why is the medal table not a measure of success? Because the more medals you win, the better you're doing. But what if you're really great at... I, don't, I, I just don't... You've got a shed load of participation in a sport. Yeah, it partic- it's a big, yeah but... It's a big sport and you're just it, shutting it down at a helps. Level. It helps the, the countries to look at what sports need more funding. How to fund, you know, if they're having success, like loads of money has been pumped into cycling because of our success at cycling, and a country, um, Great Britain, England, you know, they're they're viewed on, I suppose, what type of country they are by how many, how good they are at sport, amongst other things. 
Yeah, I just don't think people view. I don't think people form an opinion of your country by the medal table. I think it's a load of balls. Oh well, that's just you being a pessimist because. Oh, here we go. I'll get you when you're not tired, and you'll be like that. I, <laughs> I love, am a bit I tired. Love, I love medal tables. I'm a bit tired, um, but you know, I had a late night in the blooming lash, didn't I? I mean, I can. Should I give you a few facts before we go? Oh God, yeah. Um, there's a fact about Apple adverts. Okay, um, I do, this is off the top of my head because I've not got it in front of me. But every Apple advert, the time shown on a watch or an iPhone or an iPad, I think will be around 9.41. I think that's when Steve Jobs first launched the iPhone. Bliminal. Not many people know that. No. Um, Kim Jong-un. If it's true, yeah. Has, has banned sarcasm from North Korea. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. We'd both be knackered, wouldn't we? Yeah. I love that, though. I love, yeah. how, I love how mental that is. Like, he'd never played golf before and then he got a hole-in-one straight away. 18 hole-in-ones or something, didn't he? It's just, it's just bananas. Mate, did you see... Um, oh, I've gone blank now. Tony Tony Finau. He's he's an American golfer. He's about six foot eight. He looks like an NFL player. He dislocated his ankle on the par three challenge. Oh, yeah. And kept going. Popped it back in and led the Masters on the first day. Yeah. Wow, hero. He's got to be double-jointed, hasn't he? Did you see the um, picture of his bruising and stuff? pretty grim have you yeah have you watched Stranger Things on yeah I didn't really take to it sci-fi isn't it it was rejected 15 to 20 times by different networks before Netflix picked it up yeah good on them I just yeah I'm not, I'm not that into it because it's sci-fi and I struggle with that are you bit. watching Homeland at the moment no it killed me series 2 bored me to death stopped watching it whatever series you're on now it's, it's turned amazing a bit slow to start Has a it? bit like Designated Survivor on Netflix which I'm just yeah I tried into starting now. that as well I didn't like that either Mm. Um, watching Marcello at the moment, and I'm starting to think it's quite dark. I don't. I quite like dark. I watched the first series of that. It's just not very enjoyable. It's not enjoyable watching. So I'm struggling with Marcello a little bit. I might opt out. I won't. I'll finish it. I'll dig in because that's who I am. You got it, haven't you? I might not do the next series. That's what I'm saying to you. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough facts. I, hey, might, yeah. not, I might do a few more next week. But I hope so. They were great. That's what I'm like. Hey, cheers, guys. See you next week. Yeah. Ta-ra. See ya. 